0: Mark, what do you call a piece of cheese that likes to shoot hoops? I have no idea. What do you call it? Swiss! Hello and welcome to another week here at the Along for the Ride podcast. As always, I'm Greg, joined by Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello, Greg. How are you (laughs) this evening? I'm doing very, very well. Yourself?
1: Yeah, yeah, kind of average, I guess. Uh, Average to middling. Yeah, yeah.
0: For a man of my uh,
1: age and disposition, which is generally miserable.
0: (laughs) Old and miserable. (laughs) That's how I like to ride. (laughs) Yeah, um, that's your thing. Anyone wondering what the cheesy joke was about? Um, Of course, on Friday, we're playing basketball. We are. We're We're at home. We're at home. Yeah, in the Morningside. In the Morningside Arena, Caledonia Gladiators. Get your tickets now. Yes. Um, But, of course, it's comic relief. It is comic relief. It's it's Red Nose Day. Red Nose Day. So that's our little... Homage, uh, homage, yeah, or is it a bit cheesy, that should be a little fromage, fromage, great, great,
1: yeah, so I, I guess I guess we should be turning up all, all supporters with a bit of a red nose, yeah, red t-shirts, red
0: noses, yes, all out red, yeah, the usual, yeah, the, the usual, usual. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I thought thought with that in mind, we ought to start today's episode off with a bit of a cracking joke, an apologist for it, yeah. See, It wasn't cracking. No, it was cr- it was
0: not cracking. Yeah. Cheese um, and cracking. Cheese and cracking. <laughs> oh dear Gromit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, what have we got on the slate for today? Um Usual stuff,
1: mayhem and nonsense. Um us talking um stuff. Riders right, related, but as usual, we've got our head coach, uh, coach Rob, talking to us about that, uh, that weekend, um, eagles away and home, mm. uh, which always feels unnatural to say it that way round. Yeah, uh, and we have to talk about, um, traveling and, um, the state of um, the British highways, motorways, and things related to that. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you all have heard. All about the horrendous trip up that the team had. Mm. So we talk a bit about that, and um, kind of also allude a little bit, uh, talk a little bit about gladiators coming up with Rob, and um, a little bit about uh, the relationship we have with Loughborough University. So there's that, Uh, and then um, today's um, player uh, who checks by um, only briefly had a little conversation. Um, before, but today a little bit longer. A little bit si- sitting down with um, the, the greatest showman. The greatest sh- showman, who is, of course, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, yeah, yeah is yeah. it? Hang on, hang on, hang on, no, it's not, it's not Hugh Jackman, oh, is I it? Oh, I thought
0: we'd gone big time. <laughs>
1: no, we are not gone that international, we've not got an Aussie on uh, Hugh Jackman, so it, it's...
0: We've probably got the most local player we've got. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we yeah. have, haven't we? Yeah, we've got
1: our greatest showman. Our greatest showman. It's Blake... Bowman, the showman. That's right. Yeah, so we're going to spend a little time talking to to Blake about his, his kind of
0: development, how he got into the game, and, and a few other bits and bobs as well. Absolutely. And of course, as always, we'll be talking all things riders with a hint of nonsense mixed in, just for good measure.
2: Seriously? That's right,
0: Zach. It will be a little bit of nonsense.
1: Good, good. That's how we like it. So... I guess, I guess the other thing is, it kind of, um, I said, uh, we, we, so let's start, yeah, it's kind of talking about Friday night, this coming Friday night, we've already said uh, it's kind of um, a special night, it's Comet Relief, so yeah. we're all going to be sat there with his red noses on, Yeah. what else, what else is it um, on Friday, Greg? It's the 17th of March, so it's obviously game day. Yes, and it's also St. Patrick's Day. Of it is St. Patrick's Day. So we have to give a shout out to all of our Irish listeners that might be out there. Yeah, they might, might be, they
0: might exist. They might
1: be one or two. Yeah. Um, so happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, and I know in the past we've had special shirts done on Patrick's Day, but not, not, not this Friday, but so it's at St. Patrick's Day. I guess the other thing is, which we, we kind of, we, mm, very loosely touch on with Blake the importance of mums this weekend
0: yeah Mothering sunday of course
1: yeah so it's just a quick reminder if you've not if you've not got your card and your flowers and kind of uh don't forget to to do that because
0: that's sunday so mothering day so it's a busy weekend yeah yeah all going on all going on and we before we look at next weekend we're going to take a little step back and look at last weekend and we're throwing friday into the mix and i guess fridays where we start the BBL side Hosted the new, sorry, travelled of course to the Newcastle. Traveled, Eagles. yeah. And we went away and home in what was an awful journey for the guys.
1: Yeah, it kind of it's it's no secret. Um, I think they set out. Uh, it almost feels like they probably um, feels like they set out on the Thursday, mm. <laughs> but it wasn't. They did they did set out Friday, but it was. As as kind of about a seven and a half hour trip up there for the team. They got caught up in a I think it was a fairly bad fire that occurred on the M one going north around Sheffield. Yeah. Um so they got caught up in that horrendous delay. Um so it was very late getting into Newcastle. Yeah. Um, which um, you know, it's got you know impacted upon upon the performance really. Yeah. But we'll we'll kind of hear
0: Rob talk about that. Um Yeah, before we check into Rob and obviously he'll touch on the journey, a little bit about the game and, and also the the home game on Sunday. Um obviously riders in Newcastle took the loss, uh Newcastle Eagles ninety two, uh Leicester Riders eighty five. Um but yeah, I guess initially best person to speak about it is of course Coach Rob.
1: So, Rob, uh, first thing I just want to ask you briefly about is the, the health of the team, because obviously Joel Bill didn't play at the weekend, and I, um, Patrick's still coming back, I think. I'm not, I'm not sure. Just an update on health of the team, Connor, etc.
3: Yeah, well, pets Playing heavy minutes, so he's he's out there. I mean, he's had you know a battle with injuries most of the season, but um, we're hoping he's ready to roll for the for for the closing of the season. Uh, Connor is um, still out. Uh, You know, we're cautiously optimistic that uh, maybe in the upcoming weeks something can change there, Um, but we shall see. He's been out a long time, and Jabril is a wait and see approach. I think that um, you know right now with Jabril, he's Missed all last weekend, and it feels better. So I think that's uh, that's positive because uh, you know with our schedule coming in, we're, we're trying to get him um, you know ready to go when we play multiple game weekends to be able to handle that, and um, hopefully soon that'll be the case.
1: Okay, so hopefully that that, that improves as, as we go on. Um, let's quickly, if we may, just talk about last weekend um, away and home, both games against the Eagles, loss on the road wind down at the morning side your assessment of that that weekend rob
3: well i can't start it off without the, the travel really um anybody that's traveled like that before or played after they traveled like that before understands what a tough tough day it was for for everybody um, we were pretty much stuck on the motorway for four hours without moving outside of sheffield then we were like two hours and 45 minutes up there and, and when we got there um they certainly didn't put a lot of time in that clock for us. It's another thing that we have to check, and, uh, you know, we have to make sure we we're about the player safety in those situations, and no matter if it's your team, the other team, whomever. We've got to worry about that a little bit, and, you know, we got to that game, it was pretty rushed to start, and the first half we, you know, did a pretty good job of, of keeping them down. I thought uh, defensively we mixed a few things up, and we were solid, and, you know, I really love the way we, we um, you know, were composed, taking care of the ball. Uh Cones three at the at, at the buzzer was kind of a big shot. I felt like got him gave him a little hop going in, but that third quarter, I, I, I have to give them credit. They really came out, and I think they they knew that we'd probably have some weary legs out there um, after the travel and everything. And uh, they really they really made it difficult for us. I thought the play at the end of the third quarter was huge. With Loving, it's three. Looking back on the video, I I didn't see a foul there on Menzies. Loving makes that three. We go up nine. They take the three off the board, six. They get a T on Menzies, which gives them a foul and a technical. He's fouled out, so they make it, and then they make a layup. So it just jumped from nine to three in that, in that third quarter, and um, now they felt like they had a chance. And I thought, um, you know, fourth quarter, again, it was more the same, but we still hung around a bit and had a chance, but it was, uh, it was a disappointing night for us, no question. I thought the turnovers really hurt us. Uh, and I thought that, um, you know, we'd certainly lacked um, that energy we needed in that second half uh, to play against a desperate team like that. Um, it was interesting because their fans were pretty down on them most of the game. And um, I was actually it was it was surprising hearing how negative it was from the crowd. And then all of a sudden that flipped. And I thought their crowd really willed him on uh, um, in, that, uh, in that fourth quarter so that was a tough loss but obviously as you said we had to turn around and come back and play Sunday
1: Can I just jump in yeah. a little bit um, yeah. I kind of um, in my memory uh, which is a bit hazy I can't remember Newcastle away uh, both league games both games have been affected by you being stuck on the motorway. And, and kind of, um, you know, the BBL, Daniel Routy start tracking um, time spent on bus and impacts upon game. It has been phenomenal. Um, and I just wondered, kind of, especially that second of, how, I mean, you've mentioned it, but how, how kind of underestimate... What I mean, it almost felt like a seven hour trip for you and you guys on, on Friday to, to, to get up there. Um, and um, did we run out of steam in terms of energy, you know, being fueled up, not only getting the muscles relaxed, but in terms of fuel, drink, etc.? Do you think?
3: I don't think there's any food and drink issue there. We no. certainly stock our bus, and the guys were all set there. That was, um, we wouldn't have drove to Newcastle without these guys having that. I mean that was not an issue. So uh, but what was an issue was you said 7 hours it was more like 7 hours and 35 7 hours and 40 minutes. Um but with that long stop it was really difficult for the guys to, you know, stay loose. We didn't have a chance to 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 go to the rest area after that. But yeah, I mean not to take anything away from the Eagles cuz I thought they were really good and i thought they were good the week before against bristol they should have won so you know playing a team that was desperate and and playing pretty well but yeah it definitely affected us in the second half and if you know you've ever done it before and, and more importantly if you've ever played before you understand that you know it's interesting to hear people comment that say things that it doesn't matter um pretty much that tells me right away like you never played um so yeah it was a factor and it, it, i think that you know we do stay overnight at times um certain places but um you know we were uh you know in a position to get there pretty early we we met, you know set off pretty early and unfortunately for us it was it was in the same places last time too so it was pretty much the same area where we got stuck on the motorway um yeah it'll be one for uh, one for the book someday down
1: the road that Sheffield um, junction isn't it it's kind of <laughs> it's a terrible junction around Sheffield the M1 there it's horrendous but anyway let's. Let, let's I mean I guess if there was a bright spot um, Blake Bowman coming out part here four or five I feel like we should give him a bit of a shout out with the threes going in
3: oh yeah Blake's uh, been working hard on all parts of his game all year I think this has been a real good year for him to learn and develop and and make, still make an impact with the team. It's a combination of both. Very proud of how he's been going about his business, and um, we're very excited for him for the future and excited for him for the stretch run. We feel like he can make an impact in this team, and uh, I thought this weekend he was excellent.
1: So, returning to Sunday at home, getting the Eagles again um, down at the Morningside. Your assessment to that game?
3: Saturday was important I think you know we we had we didn't get home till about three four in the morning but Saturday night we had a a meeting and a little get-together and we looked at our defense we thought our defense had to be better we thought it had to be more energy we weren't going to be on the bus all day so we had to have more energy and we you know made sure that that was the focus going in I thought that's how we started uh, on Sunday I thought defensively we played a much better game still was a pretty good game most of the way through and um you know i thought our fourth quarter was, was was important for us to um you know to get a little bit of a lead and we moved the ball so well at times in that quarter and fortunately for us made those shots down the stretch for a for a real real valued win uh, a tough tough weekend absolutely so
1: um this coming weekend friday night just one game at home against a caledonia gladiators kind of games has gone with like home serve really if we think of it in that way um they've made a few changes since we last played them Uh, so have we so how do you kind of see this game friday
3: another tough one uh you know i think you're starting to look at it i think every team in the league maybe not every team but a lot of the teams in this league um are similar you know I I think it's just on the night how you play I I don't think you know you can look at a lot of games other than London who they play and say who's the favorite or who isn't you know let's see how it goes on the night uh Sloan has been a really difficult player to defend um Tappe's been a good interior player for him Bailey does a lot of great stuff Uh, obviously they've added with Farrell and and the new backcourt player um so I think they're a really good team. And I think they're a team that defensively uh, you really have to uh, corral because, um, you know, they're fast up the floor and they could really get out on the open floor. You really have to be uh, concentrated on, on on getting bodies back and making it tough for them to drive. So another another tough game and uh, a team that we've seen four times already. This will be five because we played them in the cup.
1: OK, just just quickly, if you if you got time, Rob. Um Kind of, we've talked a bit about Blake and and Evan has done some great things for us, and I'm conscious that they play as part of the Loughborough Books University team, and they've managed to get to the books final uh, that's coming up, I think next week. What's what's that relationship that we have, and how helpful it is that for players
3: like Blake? Yeah, it's been helpful in many ways uh, for obviously for our young players. We've had a lot that have come through that have studied there, you know, for their. You know, uh, studied there and and also been able to play with us at the same time. But you know, sometimes when maybe they're not getting a lot of game time, they get some game time over there. The relationship with LaFleur University has been a real driving force in, in in all our success in the last uh, you know 10 to 12 years. I think that partnership has uh, given us uh, so many options player wise that maybe we wouldn't have had. You know, especially with the guys able to study their masters. There's about four of them on this team now that are that are doing that and. Uh, yeah, it's a, a real valuable piece, and we're really excited for them to be in the final. They have such a great sporting history at Loughborough University, and now basketball has really cemented itself as you know one of their sports that uh, competes for championships every year. Will Maynard, great job with them. So, yeah, it's, um, it's exciting for us and exciting for Loughborough University, and, again, that partnership has been you know, a catalyst to our success.
1: Okay, Rob, uh, best of luck for Friday night, and appreciate it as usual. Cheers. Thank you.
0: So obviously, um, the, the thoughts, the, the you know, the opinions of, of Rob a little bit there about about Friday, and obviously the journey definitely did impact them. And obviously, Rob references that didn't have a lot of time to warm up before the game, yes. um, which is difficult when you've been on a coach for best part of eight hours.
1: I know it's ridiculous. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine what that's like, really.
0: No, I, I was trying to think back because obviously I knew roughly how long the journey was taking. Was getting updates, you know, throughout Friday. Um, not, you know, before COVID, I flew I to Miami. I'm pretty sure that only took about eight,
1: nine hours. I, I, that was going... That, that's uncanny, because I was thinking it's like equivalent to a flight to the east coast of America.
0: Yeah, like... <laughs> Well, what did what did you do with your eight hours? Well, I travelled to Newcastle. Oh, that sounds nice. Where did you go? Miami. I know yeah, which, I know yeah. which I, I'd prefer. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that 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 kind of puts it in some sort of context. I think. Yeah, kind of horrendous journey. Um, things to pick out of that game, I guess, a couple of things really. Just mm. just sprung to, actually, probably three things. Yeah. Um, uh, one which we kind of um, Rob. Kind of, I asked him about Blake Bowman's performance shot four out of five from three. So he he lit it up really, really yeah. fantastically. And of course, it would be remiss of us, wouldn't it, to miss mentioning and shouting out for Aaron. Shaq Menzies. Yeah, League um, leader. Yeah, pulling down the basket, which yeah. was awesome to see. Um, Les, who we all know very well, mm. uh, big-time Newcastle supporter, yeah. um, had to do running repairs, I think
0: it's fair to say. Yeah, Les and Les's stick. <laughs> yes. Mentioned by the commentary, I understand, Greg, because you were watching it. Yeah, I was watching it. He got a lot of initially very positive <laughs> Um, comments from Jeff on commentary. Yeah. And then when the stick came out, he was more along the lines of, that Les will do anything to be on TV. Well, I believe Les refers to it as Fab's stick. Does it? Because originally yes. the stick came about because Fab was always conscious that the rims were never 10 foot. Yeah. So, so Les made a 10 foot cool. stick to prove him wrong. That's right. But I think that's, you know, the origin of the stick. stick yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Aaron Menzies, league leader in baskets broken. Yes. Um, I think from what we've told, there was two chains, you know, big chains, holding the hoop in place and um, he managed to snap one of them and that one sort of held and probably meant that the basket didn't topple. Yes. But my favourite part about that is Go if on. you watch the replay and there's lots of highlights all over social media, Aaron's cool as a cucumber and there's two Newcastle players, one in particular, Darius Defoe. As soon as that basket starts <laughs> tipping, you see a big wince running away. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like some sort of meteor was about to come down, but as Aaron just gently lets go of the basket yes. and lets it rock back into place.
1: At some point, I'm going to have to ask Aaron about that. And see how many how many um, baskets is is kind of damaged in his career. Yeah, <laughs> but no, it was, it's good to see it and witness it in person. But um, good first half performance, fantastic. Um, we just struggled in the second half, and I think as, as Rob alluded to, turnovers was big. Um, they won that back. We eighteen turnovers they only had ten. Um and, and again we struggled to shoot the three a little bit. Um um I think shot something like twenty-eight percent versus forty one percent. So that was the that that was the way um version of that double header if you like mm. um which we managed to flip round uh, yeah. on the return um leg, if you like think of
0: it that way, down the morning side on Sunday. Yeah, just before we come back to, to, yeah, go to, on. to sort of obviously I was watching at home as we've yes. mentioned. And I, I I I felt we were there was a bit of irony going on. Ooh, what does that mean? Irony. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna plow up now. <laughs> go on. Um so all the prelude, the intro video. And obviously, the um, sort of the motto of the league, which we've sort of riffed off of, um, is know our name. Right, yes. Um, Yes. You know, trying to put the players first and foremost, trying to create a relationship with fans to players, make it a bit more personable, Mm. and hopefully that that makes it, you know, more interesting for fans. You know, realistically, of course, it would be, you know, you develop those relationships, you know, a bit more about the players, and, and that's formed. So, you know, I absolutely get that. But obviously, the tagline is know our name. We have that, we have the intro, which I'm sure everybody's seen, and it opens up, and the commentators are talking, and the team lease, Team sheets of both team come on screen. Right, go on. And our number 21 is Zach Johnson. Seriously? I know. Zach, who, who's Zach, know our name, is Zach Jackson. <laughs> Seriously? Talk about you know a slight oversight, and I'm sure you know the guys in commentary knew they were just reading from what they they yes. had in front of them because yeah, they yeah, did yeah. keep referring to him as Johnson, but he <laughs> appeared on the team list on TV yeah. as Zach Johnson yes. moments after an intro video saying no name. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, didn't know one of the best player in the league's names. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we moved. We moved to Sunday. Yes. Um, Eagles probably had a really smooth trip.
1: Yeah. I didn't ask Strudel how long <laughs> it took him to get down the road. Um, I'm guessing it would have been about three and a half, four hours yeah. max. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: um, so, yeah, the, Newcastle returned the favour, returning you know, to us at the Morningside Arena. All the baskets were safe, none got broken.
1: That's true. That's yeah. true. Although, so. I think um, you're talking about um, player um, intros on the TV. Mm. And I've just watched a little bit back. And I think, apparently, on, on kind of riders, I, w- I think we had um, two, not one, mm. two Carrington Loves. There you Tw- go. So, we, we've obviously got two versions of, you know, twin brothers, I guess. From twin Carringtons. Yeah,
0: twin Carringtons. Yeah. What's better than one Carrington? Two, two Carringtons. Carringtons. There you go um but yeah so the riders bo- boosted by the addition of an extra Carrington love yes um able to take the win at home 8979 yeah um a lot more energy i think in the performance and that's fair to say and yes as rob alluded to when he spoke there's n- nothing more any we've all been in situations when you just sat down in a confined space and I'm not seven foot three or even six foot tall, yes. how sapping that can be and how tough that can be just getting out and walking about after you've been sat down for that long. Yes. Um, so we had a lot more energy in the game um, and we came out um, with an improved performance, I think. Definitely. We kind of um, played with more... With more- um, as, as Rob
1: alluded to a bit more juice a bit more ag, some good defence um, it, it was still pretty tight um, I think throughout the game but we managed to come away the important the win um, so yeah so it's good to, to right the wrongs of Friday I think
0: yeah I think you know defensively improved um and that and a lot of the defensive ages is about energy we i think people you know know that um, we we held obviously Newcastle to seventy nine points and we spoke about the turnovers from friday where Newcastle only had sort of 10. Yes. Uh, so we forced them to make a few more. I think they had 13 on Sunday. That's probably a sign that our defense was a little bit more active and um, putting them under a little bit more pressure, which is what you're able to do if you've got more energy in the legs, of course. Um, Riders' top scorer um, on the the Sunday, Mark Loving.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. So, I, well, I can. I, I think in in some respects that probably reflects at our three point shooting. You know, my obsession, about of the three that I'm always blathering on about. Yeah. Um, up ticked to Friday as well. And if we shoot, we shoot uh, the three point. Um well, we tend to do well in games i think forty one percent yeah, of course, yeah, on Sunday, yeah, 7
0: yeah. seventeen yeah yeah um so it's so, a so definitely improvement, not the not the games top scorer um that one I went to David Cohn, who left early,
1: yes, he had an early yeah.
0: bath or shower, uh, yeah, apparently he didn't want to play anymore, so yeah 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 he um but yeah he was he was on fire, I think he was sixty six percent from three, yes yeah, uh, yeah six of nine,
1: yeah, I think um um, I've just ripped this off um I'm, it's just Sprung into my mind from the Sunday night breakdown, Den Rattledge, uh, Dave Forrester. I think I think he, he he scored about twenty points in about nine minutes. So he he was quiet for the first front end of the game, and then mm. went off in a very short period of time and got his points. Um, yeah, so so um, you know he did did catch fire, but um, you know got himself burnt.
0: Yeah, ultimately. Um, yeah, ultimately. I mean, obviously, he had, to, he had to leave the game. Um, yeah. Um, due to the, for anyone who's unaware, if you get a combination of any two of technical and sportsman like fouls, that can be two unsportsmanlike, two techs, one of each as a player, you are not just removed from the game, but from the actual room. So, yeah, that's why he had to walk out and leave. Um, two unsportsmanlike like fouls is what saw him out. So, he only actually got three. Sorry, um, I think two personal fouls, but they were both unsportsmen, so we had to get. Um, Justin Gordon, I think, got four fouls. Hamlet got four fouls. French fouled out with five fouls. Mm. So quite a lot of foul trouble um, for Newcastle, which, again, probably indicates that we were being a bit more aggressive on offence, which, again, is easier when you've got more energy in the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, um, I think I don't think there's any other thing we need to talk about regarding the weekends games just gone um Rob mentioned um uh, talk- a couple of other things um this coming Friday night game against the gladiators, yeah. Um, so they're in town again. I think, as Rob said, at the fifth time we'll have seen them, um, the home team has won all the games when they faced off against each other. And both teams look a little bit different um, from when they last played one another. Um, Gladiators have brought in a couple of players. Carrington's arrived so so they've not seen him either yeah. um so I'm hoping we're just going with home court advantage wins,
0: yeah, I think it just makes sense for everyone just to agree that now yeah um we't have to get too stressed on friday then absolutely yeah, yeah, just yeah, keep, yeah. keep a nice we, everyone can have an enjoyable evening on friday yeah yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah 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 <laughs> if um
1: if last was only so as simple as that
0: yeah obviously um Catalonia gladiators adding um like Durham um new guard and um British big man um Faro uh, Alihodzic um, played London Lions previously. He's trained with the riders quite a lot over the years because he's yes. got quite a lot of connections. So, we do know Leicester. him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. he's yeah.
1: worked out with us during summers and things like summers that. Summers and
0: seasons where maybe his season's not started as early or whatever. Yes. Um, he's got quite a lot of ties and connections of family in Leicester, I believe. So, yeah. he's often about if he's not actively playing. Yes. Um, so, a guy that we know well, real strong guy, um, good addition to the Gladiators who have had some very exciting news announced in the last couple of days um, with 2026 I think it should be ready, uh, although it's in Britain so it'll probably be ready about 2027 2028, Who knows? maybe but um, yeah they're going to have a, a five court facility, 20 million pounds mm. 6,000 seats,
1: yeah so it's a big old unit they're looking to build up there yeah. which which would be great if it you know yeah. if, it, if they follow through and it does actually um, go up as a basketball um, facility um i mean the guy's gone in there and put some money in and it's mm. is worth a few bob uh, yeah. i understand um, yeah. so so it looks promising for that for that mm. franchise i guess
0: yeah absolutely i mean obviously, when our arena went up which is what 6 years ago now like, that, I think like 7 that. years i think 6 7 uh, years but anyway when it when it went up um Open t- 2016, so I guess it depends when, when in that year. Yes. But um, obviously, you know, I think at the time it was said that if in 10 years our arena is the worst, that'd be a fantastic thing for the BBL because mm. we know how good our arena is. Yes. Um, certainly relative to what's, you know, come before. Um, but yeah, um, obviously excited for the Gladiators game. Should be a fantastic game of basketball, and of course... Live on Sky Sports.
1: Yes, yes, we've got the, the Sky Sports uh, effect. So, um, so we'll have
0: some good commentary.
1: We'll have some good commentary. Um, um, Anton Decker in town. Anton Decker in and, town. And other people. Yeah, other people. That stand courtside commentating on the
0: game. Yeah, while they rely on the talent of Anton Decker, let's yes, be
1: honest. Yeah, they do lean on that. I mean, you know, how, how difficult is it just to stand there and say disgusting i mean
0: yeah not not, not difficult <laughs> <laughs> you've just proven it
1: <laughs> and uh and um uh, you know so uh, yeah so
0: um so we've got that to look forward to on uh Friday night. Wonderful. And obviously, that was the BBL games from this past week. Um, but it wasn't the ri- only riders related activity. We'll touch on a couple of other things. But there was a bit more riders supporters club action this week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of, we, we kind of flagged up um, that um, I think was last Tuesday now. Uh, I can make sure I'm, I'm kind of uh, getting my days. Kind of, the supporters club run there, the quiz that they do every now and again, uh, which was an enjoyable night. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, won by Mo. Walker, at his table.
0: Yeah, well, I asked him before he went upstairs what his specialist subject would be. Okay. And he went, I don't know. (laughs) He wasn't going upstairs with a lot of confidence.
1: Okay, so I'll tell you why he won it. Go on. So I'll tell you why he won it. Well, um, I mean, really... um, they, his team and his table won it basically because on an icebreaker mm. that the supporters club always run. It's usually some sort of activity. Well, this, this, um, this iteration was build a paper airplane. Okay. Decorate it, etc., and mm. And then we're going to test it and see which could fly the furthest. And, and the team that could do that would, would get a bonus five points. So you're, you win that, yeah, and you've got a good chance. Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, Absolutely, it, it gives you the box seat, as it were. <laughs> and so, most team, um, I think, had an advantage because this is my this is my thinking. Um, I know what you're going to say, but let me finish it first. His f- plane f- flew beautiful. Book beautifully mm. uh, and the furthest it was a thing of beauty so it speaks to that it was designed well A lot of thought gone into it there's obviously an airplane designer on that table in that team somewhere mm. a lot of thought because it was done beautiful but i also thought because mo's fairly tall is he yeah fairly tall okay i think i think he, he he kind of took advantage of that. It was so tall. He, he kind of just was able to ping it in the, the jet stream that okay. goes around the Earth. It's that high. Okay. So he, I think he took advantage of that. And I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Go on. What <laughs>
0: am I going to say? I, I
1: thought you'd come back to me and say, well, didn't Aaron Menzies there? Yes, Aaron was there. And he was bigger.
0: Did he throw an aeroplane?
1: And it went nowhere. So I... I mean, he was probably over the
0: jet screen. He was too maybe
1: too high, maybe. But it also probably speaks to the design of that. Mm. So you've got to get both things right. You have got the design right, and you know a lot of thought into yeah, so paper play, prep- preparation, yeah, and yeah, execution. Yeah. And then, but I think I think also also I suppose um, Mo's got probably. He, do you think he's got a prettier free throw delivery with the wrist than the Aaron? What no. do you think?
0: I don't, I'm not sure. I think I think for both, go you know, to go away from the airplanes. I think they both shoot free throws pretty well for the size, right. especially when you compare it to I don't know Hassan, the bat, the the backboard breaker French. Oh yeah. Yeah, if yes. it reaches the backboard, yeah bottom.
1: well even my free throws look fairly pretty compared to his <laughs> but anyway so I, th- so I thought that was that was that was the reason so um, so that was that so was c- can I let you into a bit of insight go on then
0: a bit of um, Riders Foundation knowledge inside knowledge okay so Mo's team definitely had an advantage if it came to paper aeroplanes right uh, Mo does a bit of mentoring which some of you may be or may not aware of if you follow the, the foundation on social media um, around schools and one of the activities that he does with kids as part of his program right is paper aeroplane no making. way so <laughs> the fix was in is that what you're saying so, so I mean Mo basically makes paper aeroplanes as a, as a job Really, yeah. Well, that that, that ooh, but didn't that wasn't declared. Yeah, so it's, that's
1: that's almost up there with Boris Johnson not yeah. declaring expenses and things, isn't it? It's
0: almost as controversial. Yeah, it sounds yeah. it to me. Yeah, um, yeah, it'll probably be on the news tomorrow. Yeah, um, but yeah. So the, as one of his presentations, there's a step by step instruction that he goes through with children, and I know because he tested it on us in the office.
1: Blimey, this is this is new knowledge, I, we need to. It's a good job that nobody listens to this podcast, yeah. otherwise it would. Really really kick off, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And actually talking about off, because you know, I had a go at kind of, um, MC in the event, yes, um, yes. you know, and I kind of stumbled my way through it. Um, I kind of, I did say on the, um, on the event, um, people get really passionate about quizzes, don't they? You know, and they're kind of challenging, you know, um, like they do in the NBA, ch- you know, a coach's challenge. They get really quite passionate. Yeah. And I did say at one point, I know what it's like now to be like a BBL referee okay. in that, there was certainly at one point everybody in the room hated me. Do you know what I mean? Because there was there was questioning some of my, some of my things. You know what was the biggest controversial question? No,
0: I don't, I, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to no, attend, no, attend any of the questions. It
1: was the identification. Yeah. It, was a, it was a picture kind of round yeah. the identification of a pair of pliers. Okay, you I- had to identify and pick out the pair of pliers. Okay, and I tell you what, I think I think. I think um, we got that wrong and everybody kicked off. (laughs) It was amazing. Uh, york have been there; it's quite funny, but 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 overall, my understanding that the night um I kind of earned over sixteen hundred pounds, so well done, fantastic job by the supported club by doing that, raising that amount of money. It was a lot of fun, uh, uh, and it was good that most people didn't take it too seriously. Uh, it's a quiz; we had a lot of fun. It was great, and great job for the people involved, um, the the flaxes and uh, the Linda Williams and Oz and. I'm somebody else I've forgotten because you know, I have no memory. But it's a good job done by them. So it was good. Yeah, great. Yeah, and
0: congratulations to Mo's team, um, the professional aeroplane flyers Yes, yeah, yeah. There were several pilots in the team.
1: Right, yeah, absolutely. So I, th- I, th- I think we need to. Briefly talk about that. So let, let's let's get kind of move on now then. Yeah,
0: so WBBL were also in action this they were. week. They travelled to Essex, which in itself isn't a brilliant journey, just because just the venue's in the middle of absolutely nowhere.
1: Yeah, great venue though, wasn't it? It looks brilliant on, on TV. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, Just look a good university.
0: Although it didn't look great on TV this time. The okay. reason, they've already broke, gone and broken our WBBL record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over
1: 1,500. Which is amazing. So they've
0: smashed it really.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely amazing. So that's good
0: effort on their behalf. No, look fantastic on TV, I mean. Only... But unfortunately, the 20. result... Yeah, so buoyed by that, you know, record-breaking crowd, the Essex Rebels, yes. um, 73 Leicester Riders, women 71. Yeah, so just a little come-up short. Yeah, so obviously... Um, a tight game, only really a two-point game. Um, Riders led on, you know, offensively, by the as they often are, by Oleana Squires. 15 points personal in 34 minutes. Um, but yeah, I'm um, just falling a little short. But, I mean, Riders in particular had a fantastic third quarter. Yeah, go on. Uh, winning the third quarter 20-9. to nine. Yeah, 20-9, yeah, that sounds like.
1: So, I mean, that suggests cause I've, I've not got the quarter breakdown in front mm. of me. They must have had a poor quarter to kind of reflect that they came up short. So
0: I, I, I wouldn't say there was so Essex didn't have anything quite as good as that in reverse but okay. they had a couple of I guess mid quarters if that makes sense. So right. the first quarter very close Essex 115 14. Right. Um they won then the next quarter 24 18. So it's a 6 point swing. right We win the third as I've said 20 to 9 and then they win the, the fourth 25 to 19 So again a okay, six-point swing, right, so right. not no quarter probably quite as dominant as as our third, but yes. they won all the other three quarters. Yes, uh, to make up for it, um, they WBBL obviously on the horizon very shortly will also be making that lovely, lovely journey up to Newcastle. Yeah, so um, on Saturday night. On Saturday night, um, for what is a WBBL trophy semi-final match?
1: Yeah, so it's the the ladies' team versus the newcastle eagles and th- we know they've been up there
0: once already and and, and,
1: and my memory serves they won fairly handsomely I so, think so they, they
0: went in what was called the big match which that's is right the first time the wbbl attendance record was broken this season it's been yes. broken three times this season yes um and riders women have been part of all three of those games which is fantastic um yeah we won i think we won by 20 ish um yes and played pretty well um it, not to take it anything for granted, but it was a fairly comfortable, you know, and very dominant performance from our, our women's side.
1: So they've got they must go up there feeling good about themselves and probably the favourites to get to the BBL or WBBL trophy final up in Glasgow, Glasgow, yeah. Which
0: hopefully takes less than eight hours to get to.
1: Yeah, I mean, in theory, yes, it will yeah. if if you have a good run. Definitely, yeah. So 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 that's 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 on the horizon for them so you know fingers crossed that they're able to get to that and
0: progress through to that final um so um yeah and talking about big showpiece events yes what's you know who i guess who who's the best at the showpiece events it's the ring leader the showman the showman the greatest yes. showman yeah so shall we jump into yeah you obviously sat down with blake at practice and had a few words with him absolutely
1: Okay, Blake, uh, talking a little bit about your basketball journey, I guess, your pathway. Shall we start um, from the beginning? Who was your early influences in terms of love for the game?
2: Uh, well, for me, basketball's been in my family for a long time. My uncle um, played professional basketball. My father played professional basketball. Um, they both played in the BBL briefly. Um, so ever since I've grown up, really, it's just been... Just been around me for a long time. I suppose my mum's a big fan. She loves watching basketball. So um, for me, it was just a, a given to fall in love with basketball. And
1: yeah. Of course, we we you say your uncle. It's also for people from 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 riders. Oh, yeah. It's Mark Hawley, yeah, of Mark course. Hardy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was played for us for a couple of seasons. actually, one of the seasons was our Player of the Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they own at that time there's only one award. Um. Who, who was the better player, Mark or your dad? Uh, <laughs> That's an unfair question, I know.
2: That's a tough question. I mean, they play pretty different um, positions. Yes. Oh, man. I really don't know. I really don't. Uh, you, you I, I, literally, I don't know. <laughs> Mark was more of a forward. Yeah, yeah. more like a power I can't remember like, your dad. What position? Minded. My dad was uh, more like a point guard. Um, he's like 6'3 or so at the time. Um, A little bit more dynamic, more athletic. And my uncle's more like a big man, defensive-minded sort of player. Um, Led led his college in blocks um, all time. So yeah, I mean they both had great careers and both um, done a lot with basketball. So I really can't split split the team. If they played the same position, maybe I'll be able to. Give a little bit, but I really, I really don't know on that one. That's a tough question there.
1: It's unfair question to ask really of me. I shouldn't have asked it. Um, so you're a Derby boy. Came through the Derby program. Um, tell me a little bit what that was like.
2: Uh, for me, it was great. Um, but for Derby, for me, is just a, a big family. That um, like everyone, everyone in the club, I have respect for everyone. Because uh, I was around there for a long time. This my whole life, pretty much. So everyone in the club is. Uh, well invested into me and my progression in basketball and I have nothing but respect for everyone at the club um, Matt Shaw looked after me for a long time um, Dave Widjack looked after me for a long time the owner now the chairman But yeah, even the players coming through um, Made some great friends and actually I won't even call them friends i would say that I've got some good family over there Real, people like Charlie Brown Malcolm Smith that I've been playing with for the past five six seven years, so yeah, I'd say the world for me is just family for
1: sure. Do we know when uh, Darby's going to get back into the BBL? It's just—it's just that I'm, I'm old enough to remember oh, kind of song. that rivalry, um, going to the Moreways Centre yeah. and
2: um, the Storm, Storm Centre. You—are yeah. you old enough to remember those places? Um, no, I've heard rumours about them. I, unfortunately, I'm not old enough. But I've heard rumours. I mean, I am old enough to remember Moreways, um, only briefly though. Like I remember watching the games and. Like being in the bar after the games with my mum and stuff, and just being around the players. That's all I remember. But I was never really around for the Storm Centre. But I've heard great things about it, I heard good, good memories about the Storm Centre. But I mean, hopefully, Derby, I'd say in the next five years or so, I hope they could get into the BBI. I know it takes a lot of investment and there's going to have to be an arena built for like capacity and stuff like that but hopefully in the next five years or so I'd say I mean they have come out with some stuff I'm not sure if you've seen it on the, on the news that came out that, that that's what they're looking to do going forward in the next couple of years so yeah hopefully
1: I saw you at the game against uh, Caledonia um, in, in the trophy and they performed semifinal very well
2: two. yeah yeah semi-final I mean um, they performed great I think some guys didn't perform as well as they as well as they wished but being in the, the semi final of the BBL Trophy is good enough for an NBL team. Um, but I know they weren't, they weren't exactly pleased with their performance. But yeah, I, I was pleased with, with how far they got. Um, and obviously, Malcolm Smith doing what he does. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him and, and I'm proud of him.
1: I can remember, I didn't see him in the crowd, but I think the commentator said he was there. People like Brian Bolsa. And Dave Atwell.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It's funny actually. In my college days, when I was playing EABL, um, he used to ref the games. He used to ref a couple of my games, and um, he used to play with my dad and my uncle as well, actually. So, I'm Pretty good ga- three-point shooter. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah, after the games, he'll come up to me and be like, oh, you remind me of your dad, blah, 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 with like, my athleticism and stuff, but, which is pretty cool. Um, but in Basketball England, it's such a small world. Everyone knows everyone, and if you know ten people in Basketball England, you probably know everyone from from the past too, which is which is crazy. But I love it. I love it.
1: So kind of, um, you went you, you kind of went across to the States for a little period. It didn't seem to work out. Do you want to speak to, to kind of what was happening for you at
2: that point? Yeah, I mean, um, it was tough making the decision, um, especially because it was during COVID, that like prime COVID time. So I wasn't able to take any visits to any schools. Um, I was pretty much just basing my decision off of what I've heard from people, what I've heard from the coaches. And uh, yeah, when I got there, just... It wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Um, obviously, all that homesick stuff as well was adding on top of that. Um, so, yeah, for me, I wanted to just take that year out and really assess what I wanted to do, whether that was to go back over there or um, continue to play um, and pick up a professional contract, which I was deciding throughout the whole year. Um, had a lot of advice from a bunch of different people that I trust. Um, So, yeah, just the situation wasn't for me and I decided what's best is to come back and be surrounded by my family and uh, make a decision of what I wanted to do for the rest of my career.
1: Clearly mum's a big supporter. I've just seen when she's on Twitter and stuff, she's a big supporter, obviously, uh, of of her son.
2: Yeah, of course. um, She'll never change. She's been like that ever since I was... You could go on Facebook, I'm sure you could find posts from 10 years ago when I'm playing at the minis camps and just messing about, and she's still posting the same things, oh, I'm so proud of you, blah, 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 but, yeah, she's my biggest fan, and um, she's always looked after me, like, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that, um, that she'll, she'll always be there for me as long as she's around, so, yeah, I have so much love for her, and, Yeah appreciate her more than anything we
1: should always shout out to mums I think that's really 100%, 100%. important so, so you kind of came back and um, I might have got this in the wrong order but uh, Derby won the Elinch Trophy up yeah, at
2: Sheffield um, memories of that game that, yeah just before the riders game actually I remember the the, uh, the guys were over there um, but I didn't really know anyone really on the team I only knew like the younger guys so like Louis and, and Greg and Vic I just know them from playing against them in the past but yeah it's, it's, uh, it's crazy how it's come full circle I even got the trophy off, um, off Russell actually and even now I didn't really know Russell too well I just thought it was somebody just giving out the trophies and telling me that's I mean, all then. he does <laughs> until I realised after it's um, the director at the Riders but yeah that was pretty cool to bring some silverware that's
1: memories of think. the game my memories just, you played pretty well then
2: yeah yeah, I had a decent game um, I remember the game plan was um, they didn't really have a match up for, for Malcolm so for us it was just the best chance for us to win the game is let Malcolm be inside and let him do his thing because they really didn't have a matchup for him so we were just facilitating for him and making sure that um, we lock up on the defensive end. But the highlight for me was just winning the game and being able to be with the fans that have been around for, like I said, like the past 10 years and being with some of the players I've played with for the however long, Ken King, Layton Elliott Sewell, all them type of guys, like... Yeah, been around there for so long. So being able to win something with them and we'll be together and celebrate the night, it was it was special for us, very special actually.
1: So how did then that translate into signing your contract here at the Riders? How did that come about?
2: Um, like I said, in basketball England, I feel like if you um, if you're performing at a good level, guys are going to start knowing your name. Gonna, your name's going to be put out there. So um, I've been playing against Will actually for a long time, Will Maynard in the EABL days, D3 days, stuff like that. So um, obviously that's the one connection there. Um, I've known Pete Pete for a while now too. Um, So he's obviously put me in contact as well. And then throughout the year, we just started talking. Um, I remember at the start of the season, I was meant to come over for a visit. But I, was, I remember I wasn't too ready for it just yeah, I wanted to just settle in and make sure I was playing the basketball that I wanted to play. So I had to, had to tell them I wasn't able to, to come in. And I don't think Rob was too happy about that. <laughs> but I think I've made up for it coming along, and coming along in, the, uh, in the summer and working out. So, yeah, just the guys that I've been playing against for a long time um, really put me in contact with, with Rob and with Russell. Um, so, yeah.
1: Okay. What, what's what's the step up been like for you this first season um, kind of from playing NBL up to BBL certainly you kind of um, you've had to be patient but certainly if we talk about the Friday's game up at the Eagles and that three point shooting there it was four or five I think uh, is that you coming out of party?
2: Um, yeah I mean I just for me I just like to think about each day like I, don't, I don't want to think too far in the future as long as I can do what I can do today to get better. Then whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I can't control that. Um, Yeah. So I concentrate on not being able. I concentrate on controlling the controllables. Um, But for me, yeah, at the start of the season, it was it was tough because obviously guys are a lot more athletic, a lot stronger. Like you have to make reads a lot quicker. Um, So it took some adjusting. Um, But right now, I feel like I am still in a in an adjustment phase. It's only my first year. Like it's not easy playing professional basketball at any level. You have to be very committed to everything like that comes along with it. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I've been, I've been committed to the cause and I feel like I'm earning um, Coach Rob's trust each game. So, yeah, i just got to be able to make my shots when they come along and keep doing my game, play good defence and be a good teammate as well. That's an important thing for sure.
1: Absolutely. And I guess as as well as playing for the Riders, you're also playing and part of the books uh, programme, Loughborough. Of course you've managed to qualify for the final Which I believe is next Wednesday, next you're, Wednesday yeah, you're playing against the
2: University of West of England Which includes a couple of Bristol Flyers players yeah. Comments on that? Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, for me that, that makes it better Like more competition It's just, it will get us up for the game We're going to be ready, that's for sure um, But yeah, we've got a bunch of guys on the team That are very talented That can exceed at that level for sure So I think, um, yeah, it'll be a great game And hopefully to win a championship in back-to-back years would be great for me and my career. I think I've built a good connection with a lot of the guys on the team, on the uni team as well, like I live with a lot of them. So being able to um, go out there and hopefully win some silverware with them will be a great experience for us. Not just now, but also in the future that we can tell our family and friends, like, hey, we won a Butts championship out of all the universities in in England, like, we were the team to win it all, which is going to be great for us. Obviously, it's kind of weird being being coached by Will Maynard and I've been playing against him for the longest and like the Charmwood and Derby rivalry and now I'm going to hopefully win a championship with him it's uh, it's definitely special I bet you could guard him fairly easily back in the day couldn't you (laughs) I heard he could shoot it pretty well I've seen him shooting the ball pretty well but uh, yeah I I would strap him up that's for sure
1: OK, so kind of uh, with the back end of the regular BBL season, kind of goals or aspirations for the back end of this season, uh, Blake?
2: Uh, individually or as a team?
1: Both, really. And of course, we we kind of now, with that, you kind of won that. Was it that, that play of the month, that windmill dunk uh, yeah, play, BBL? Play. So we now call you Showman Bowman.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, I've seen on Instagram. I've seen on Twitter. I kind of like it. It's nice. <laughs> um, but as a team... I think it's just really, like I said, just trying to take each day as it comes. Not, not focus too much on, on the future. I think uh, for us, it's just game by game. Uh, like I said, we we've, we've lost some games that we, for us, that we thought we should have won. Uh, so yeah, just taking each game as it comes and just try and pick up where we've. Sort of been slacking, really. Uh, just locking on defense towards the back end of the year. That's also that's very important, um, especially going into the playoffs. That's always important. And individually, it's just uh, continue, continue to be a great teammate and um, help my teammates be the best they can be. And also just knock my shots down when they come along. Uh, I play great defense too. Be active uh, and obviously, hopefully, get some showtime dunks when they come along. That'll be good. That'll be great. We we'll
1: look we'll look forward to seeing them. Just away from the court, how does uh, Blake? What does he do to relax and kick back from basketball?
2: Um, for me, I'm 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 a lot like a, I'm a I feel like I'm a social guy, but not a social guy at the same time. I like to be like with the same group of guys every day, just chilling with my friends. Maybe watch some movies. Um, yeah, just just kick back and chill with my friends. Talk about basketball. Argue about basketball. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much that's how it goes. <laughs> So you
1: mentioned movies, and I spoke to Kimball last week. Now I was just—I was just going to s- slowly get through the team. If you are a superhero, if you're a Marvel, I'm a, if you're a Marvel superhero, and he—he'd he, want to be Iron Man, Kimball. That's who he. So he's gone.
2: So who—who who would Blake be? <laughs> uh, I think spider-man comes to my head just because he's young he's you know down with the kids i don't want to be one of them old heads you know <laughs> i want to stay young so yeah i'll say spider-man and he can fly with all the yeah and he doesn't have to do too much you know he can just do his thing in the, in the city and look after people yeah I, i'll go with spider-man
1: i like i like that i can see that <laughs> flying showman yeah, bowman exactly.
2: exactly there you go <laughs>
1: That works. Um, Blake, thanks for stopping d- Thank by you. and having a quick chat uh, along for the ride and wish you best of luck the rest of the season, man. Thank
2: you very much, Mark. I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: So obviously um, you, I think, pestered Blake. Um, I know. That would be a good way of of, of putting it. And, you know, way to make him feel at home on the podcast. What a first question to start with.
1: I know, it was a bit mean, weren't it? Who's yeah. the best player between your dad and your uncle? Yeah. yeah, that 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 wasn't a good question. I did I did kind of <laughs> say it wasn't wasn't a very good question to be fair. I mean I I just that I was keen to get a mention for Mark Hawley who yeah. I remember uh, yeah. really really well played for us for two seasons. Yeah.
0: I mean neither are related to me. So for me it's a very easy question.
1: Go on. Mark Hawley because he yeah, played, played for, for the Irish. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, no, but I can remember both and I guess um when you when I think of both and I know he said that you know Brian Bolsa when he refereed him sort of said oh you remind me of your dad with your athleticism and Brian Bolzer, of course another Derby player but also another rider um, we get everywhere um, I think it almost is a bit of a hybrid of the both because yes. Blake was probably a bit more sorry Barry was a bit more probably showman um, and Mark a bit of a blue collar type player worked real Oshler. hard yeah Crashed yeah, the boards. Spent a couple of years with us and spent a long time playing in Belgium after that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Blake almost does a bit of both. He yes. crashes the boards, works real hard, um, but has the athleticism, the flair. We all saw that windmill dunk, yes, um, which was better than any of the dunks in the dunk contest.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that, that's a good point. That crossed my mind. That would have, um, if you weren't playing in the final, if he would just done that once, that wins that, doesn't it? In the yeah. cup final. <laughs> I mean,
0: if Mo Walker... Has told me once. He's told me about fifty times. Go on. If Blake's in the dunk contest, Blake wins the dunk okay. contest. Okay, okay. I feel there's
1: a bit of a relationship there between you and momentum going off. Yeah, and the foundation.
0: I, 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 I annoy him, and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, tolerates, he, he you. tolerates it to a point. Yeah, Um but no, yeah, it's um, a fantastic athlete, fantastic athlete. And and um, obviously. You know, working in the arena most of the time. Um, a lot of the times, if they play on a Sunday, they don't train on a Monday, or they have optional training on a Monday. Right. And a lot of the times, you see Blake coming and do extra work, um, either on his own or with Matt Pitkin, one of the assistant coaches, and does a lot of work on his shooting and mm. and whatnot. And obviously, it's great to see that come to fruition. Absolutely, yeah.
1: So um, you know, he's, he's you know, he's still very young, mm. uh, is 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 Blake. So it's still lots of lots of runway for him to further develop and get bigger and stronger uh, and, and more consistent which which is what what basketball was about it's about the consistency yeah. of shot making isn't F- fantastic it
0: fantastic potential obviously you spoke a little bit about his you know the, the American experience for him yes and it was very very difficult moving over there with with COVID going on and yeah you know, he couldn't really interact with people etc <laughs> yeah very difficult you know decided that wasn't for him and came back and and I was just thinking when he said that, the last player that I can think of, certainly from a Riders perspective, that did that, uh, went over, decided it wasn't for him, came back and pulled on the Riders jersey, was a certain Connor Washington. And he's done pretty well I've for Riders. Yeah. He's done a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. GB, yeah, yeah. international, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So Connor's done pretty So, so it, it's certainly no slight on Blake and yeah. Um, yeah. sort of the foundations. And he touched on, you know, about the Derby Trailblazers and the family experience he had there the values and the the mindset that he's sort of learnt there and is continuing now is allowing him to to fly and when he does he normally throws down windmill dunks He
1: does and um, I kind of said it it was a question and I'd love to see a Derby team return to the BBL uh, I remember great nights travelling because it's on the doorstep yeah. both home and away but obviously yeah. it's nice to go away to Derby and win on their floor which we did a few times uh, but it's a great rivalry and actually I mentioned again on that um and, and Blake did as well. Brian Bolser. Mm. Uh, I remember one game at uh, Grand Biels, which I think, I think went into a couple of overtime sessions, and he was like he couldn't miss. I think he was, yeah, I think it was a shoot off, and uh, I'm going to be somebody's going to pick me up on this shoot off between him and Jerome Boone for those people who made Jerome Boone down yeah. at Grand Biels. It was an amazing game, and I think Riders just edged that that particular night. But but we had some great nights, some great matchup. Matchups and, and against Derby Trailblazers mm. as, as they were then, um, so big. Some future point, be excellent, wonderful if he, if they could find a way back into BBL. Yeah, uh,
0: obviously not until Blake stayed at Leicester for a few years, yes. got so ingrained that he feels that Leicester's his team. Of course, definitely from a purely selfish point of view. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, one thing he said he, he'd heard rumors of sort of the rivalries between uh, mm. and, and very real. Which 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 sounded a bit ominous, um, but yeah, um, obviously with it being Mothering Sunday, yes. um, this week he did touch on Big his mum on his mum, and obviously very proud as as you would be, yes, um, of Blake um, and very very supportive, and I guess it made me think of uh, I'm sure people have seen um, NBA Hall of Famer. Yes. Alan Iverson's been in the country. He has, hasn't he? Uh, old Alan. Yeah, We're on first name terms. He's yeah. not aware of it, but yeah, uh, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, um, Invi- obviously-
1: I invited him to come on the pod, but he turned
0: us down. Until he turned down. Yeah. Well, when I invited him, I didn't get a response, so... <laughs> uh, you obviously emailed, your email was better than mine. Um But obviously he very famously, Ann Iverson, his mum, was a super proud, supportive mum. Right. Every game in the shirt with the banner saying, that's my son. So yes. I just, the way he spoke about his, his mother reminded me a bit of, of, yeah. of Alan's, and just the fact that he was in the country yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It all, all seemed to come to, it was like fate, really. Fate, yeah, it, yeah. It came together yeah and
1: like i say it's mothering sunday so that's big up to all the mums that are listening out there again really
0: yeah and blake's actually talking about mums what my mum's probably favorite player this season is blake yeah, that, yeah. well it's either blake or milo gordon that they seem to be the two she favors
1: <laughs> yeah it's the it's the um it's their mothering instinct that gets evoked in her because they're a Two of the youngest guys on on
0: on the team, really. That's that's what that's about. Yeah. But anyway, yes. um, Great to have him part of the squad. Great that you had a conversation with him. But he's not just in the Rhiners BBL no. team, as you touched on. Mm. Um, yes. Next week, so. Um, for, as part of the Riders Elite Player pathway, we have that relationship with Loughborough University, um, which some of our players play on both the pro team and and, and on that book squad. Um, Blake's one, Evans another, um, and Jabril's turned out for them. Debr- um, Darian's turned out for them. Kimball's has turned out for them. Patrick's turned out for them. And historically, Connor, Jamel, um, yes. Barry Lamble, Anthony Rowe yeah. have all played for Loughborough yeah yeah
1: so they've they've kind of got themselves into the the um, the final, both the men's and the women's team, yeah so if you if you're kind of at a loss, it's next um, next Wednesday, mm. um, the, which I believe is the 22nd of March, I think the women's tip around half past five, and I think the women's game tips around, a little bit later about eight o'clock at the University of Nottingham. Mm. Um, the men are playing the um, University of West England. Uh, and
0: which, which I believe has some familiar faces. on Yeah,
1: it. well, it's it's kind of university based in and around uh, Bristol, so they're going to turn up with Malcolm Delpech and so a couple of Bristol Fires players. So that that'll be interesting, I think. Yeah. Uh, and similarly, I think the the women's team uh, they play. I think it's actually Essex. Essex. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not. I'm a little bit hazy whether they've got any um, um, WBBL players I know the women's team has I think Alana Squires will be playing through
0: Oleana will play Mackenzie Johnston Jess Jess, Jess Yates will be playing
1: so that sounds both
0: mouth-watering games to catch and actually um Loughborough's in more than just those two. Um the Loughborough second team on the men's side, um coached by Liam Jefferson, um and I actually believe by assisted by Granby Panda himself, Brett Katchick. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um they've made it to the like the second final for the next level down. So they've made oh, okay. it to the final of the next level down. So I think Loughborough in three finals for basketball. So that's that's fantastic then. Yeah, it's absolutely. Fantastic. And obviously that's all part of the riders' yeah. pathway. Um, yeah. So it's silverware. Yeah, absolutely. It's books, yeah,
1: national level, you know. So we'll keep an eye. I'm not sure whether it's going to be available. I guess
0: it is going to be available on YouTube. Screen in the past it has because yeah. I've watched it. Yeah, um, so okay. it Certainly has been in the past. Um, so hopefully it will be again. Um, and if not, we'll we'll obviously keep you updated and abreast of what of what happens, which I'm sure will be a, a Loughborough clean sweep. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, hopefully, hopefully it will. I'm be. being confident. Why yeah. not?
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's something to uh, preview so um I think we've uh,
0: have we about done then I, well, think. I think before we before we go, go on, I was going to start or finish how we started, okay, which was with a terrible joke. Have you got one yeah, have you yeah, what do you do um if an elephant grabs a basketball? I don't know what would
1: you do if you uh if if an elephant grabs a basketball, get out of the way <laughs> Yeah, so that's a terrible joke. But like you say, a bit of synergy. We kind of st- started with uh, yeah, homage, bookends, if you bookends. Will. Yeah, yeah. But before before that, there is just one thing I kind of want to preview before we go. Um, kind of since doing this podcast, um, there's a couple of people I wanted to talk to, uh, and uh, one of those people I wanted to talk to get on the pod, uh, and we'll call it. I think we'll. I'm going to call it as in conversation with. Okay. Um, so Sounds just very formal. It does. sound and formal. So basically it's just a long 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 interview with with certain people and I've I've managed to sit down and do one with Daniel Routledge. Okay. Um so, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. So um so look forward to that being um, coming to a podcast near you. It's a kind of one-off special, along for the ride, in conversation with. So that's, that's to come probably in a week or two. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of signpost that again or let you know when that's up to have a listen to. Just, just me and him chatting about Leicester Riders, BBL and a couple of other things, marriage guidance, um, things like that. So things to look out for. So I just, want, I just wanted to to sign, to sign that up
0: so absolutely um, we'll be hearing from Dan in the next week or so yes but for today that is about us done Um, don't forget lots coming up for the riders at home Friday night Caledonia Gladiators women on the road at Newcastle Eagles in that big WBBL trophy semi-final keep locked in the books in action next Wednesday in the University of Nottingham it's all going on here at the leicester riders and here at along for the ride i've been greg as always joined by mark and that's our name